Good morning, everybody. This is Jonetta, and they did not get the memo. Uh, let's see. You know, I'm getting lazier and lazier. Or is that the proper word? Uh, I'm getting more lazy and more lazy. I'm sitting here. It might not be laziness. It might be that over half of a century I'm exhausted. <laughs> like my friend who's 95 says, and his name is Pete, he says, you know, if you live long enough, everything wears out. So I guess I'm getting wore out because <laughs> I'm tired all the time, no matter how much sleep I get. But my eyes pop open at, what, 5.30, 6 o'clock? I think I'm going to bed too early. That's what I think. What happens is I'm so tired, I come in, I don't sit down, I keep going, cooking dinner, take my meds, you know. Uh, and I just, it shows on my face when I'm tired especially around my eyes I get dark circles around my eyes and then I go in the in the bedroom and I, I watch a little television I look at the clock and it's about 8:30 9:30 at night and then the next thing I know I'm waking up at 3 4 o'clock in the morning I've gotten my rest but then what about the rest of the world <laughs> Once I get my rest, I always been like this. If I'm awake, everybody else should be awake. But I got cured of my problem of contacting people. I wake up and <laughs> my feelings got hurt enough. Especially so what I do is I call people on the East Coast and that way I don't get cussed out because <laughs> it's already three hour distance. Well, you know, you when you wake up in the morning, some people are talkers, some people aren't. Uh, I just had a, a cup of turmeric tea, and then I put a bag of uh, uh, Earl Grey with bergamot oil, and it's not uh, all my teas say uh, decaffeinated, but the bergamot not uh, shoot. the Earl Grey with bergamot oil is not decaffeinated so maybe that's why I'm such a chatterbox so early in the morning <sighs> listen you guys it's Sunday this is the day that I say this is the day that God has made and I will rejoice and be glad. I started saying that 15 years ago. Uh, and uh, if I, I wasn't happy then, but I'm a strong believer that if you pretend to be happy, <laughs> I, I know, I know. If you pretend to be happy long enough, maybe you actually will get happy, you know? So, uh, I, 
I, you know, just every day I say that prayer, you know. Every day I say, this is the day that you have made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. And, you know, I actually told you guys about that guy I met at Lake Merritt. It was a holiday, and um, I was feeling lonely because my boyfriend wasn't with me. I didn't have the wisdom I am now. And, uh, you know, this gentleman, you know, he said, hi, how you doing? I go, ooh, I got a bite. And uh, I said, well, I'm alone. And he says, and he, he says, you're not alone. And then he reaches back and pulls up a book and holds it to me, and it was a Bible. And you know, from that day, I never felt lonely again. <laughs> Sometimes I think our Father gives us breadcrumbs. You know, free will gives us breadcrumbs that leads us to Him. Now, we can go to Him, or we can go down the other road. I got to tell you, if you go down the other road, it's not going to be a good one. It's not going to be good for you. If you go down His road, I mean, it doesn't get easier, but it gets better. I know that's a contradictory terms, but what I'm trying to say is because your faith, you know that your father got this. You know, in my opinion, when you have true, when you truly trust him, you don't worry. That's one of the gifts you get to learn how not to worry. And you know that only works if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Now, if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, then it's a good possibility that's not going to be working for you. Um, I, when I say my prayers, some people call it a higher power. Yeah, I call it... Uh, I call it, uh, well, let's, let's not put ourselves into categories and niches because I'm also one of these people who believe that um, we are the ones that separated ourselves, that when our Father created us, He didn't separate us in a different sex. I'm not talking about S-E-X. I'm talking about S-E-C. And because he created us all and it was good, he didn't say, okay, those are Baptists over there, and those are uh, uh, Methodists over there, those Catholics. He didn't do that. We did that. <laughs> we did that. It's amazing. It is amazing. Um, but you know, I've heard only one person say what I was thinking when I think of God in terms of my father, my first father, my real father. When I think of God in those terms, and I think about how we behave in this world towards each other, this person said, you know, I feel sorry for God. 
You know, it's like watching a parent that wants the best for their children. And the parent is watching the children just act out. I mean act out. And that's not the intention. I don't think, because who am I to say what God's intentions are? But uh, I don't think that was his intention. I think he created us and, well, I know he created us for his pleasure. That's another thing we've gotten twisted. You know, this ain't about us. This world is not about us. It's all about him. And he created us for his pleasure, not the other way around. But uh, uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You try to share these thoughts with people. You know, you try to, uh, well, you know, here's the thing. You can share all, all the thoughts you want to share with people. But if they're not ready in terms of wisdom and understanding, they're not ready. That's not to say they'll never be ready. But they're not ready at the time that the uh, knowledge and wisdom is being given to them. Uh, but anyway, I, I just went from one thing to another, uh, sharing my theory with you guys on this early Sunday morning. And guess what? I'm thankful because you woke me up this morning. I got my mental faculties. I am able to talk to you roof over my head, shoes on my feet, clothes on my back. That is the most celebratory thing <laughs> that I can, that I can think of to celebrate every day. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I got here. All I know is I'm glad I'm here because I don't worry. I don't have much, but I don't worry. And I don't worry because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But now here's the thing. I thought that would work. I said, okay, now I go to work, I come home, I pay my bills, I get my groceries, and I don't bother people. So I should be pretty good at not getting in trouble or having trouble finding me. Not. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a good plan at the time, but uh, uh, one car ran into my unit in 2019 at 2 o'clock in the morning. I could actually see the bumper in my wall. Uh, my landlord left that for at least, what, 14 days. I had to ask them, would you please put some plywood in it? Because I would smell animal fur. You know what I'm saying? At night, I don't want them in there with me. <laughs> then, in the year 2020, on the other side of my building, a SUV ran into the wall. It sunk the wall. Everything in the closet came. The wall from outside the building and the wall inside the building which was my closet, 
it pushed all the construction stuff that they put in there out of the closet into um, the living area. I had a, a dresser in there because it was a SRO, Translation Single Room Occupancy. And I put the dresser in the closet so it would look more like a nicer, you know? Uh, so when the truck came in, it pushed the guts that's in the middle of the wall forward into the dresser. It cracked the wall from the floor all the way up to the ceiling. Uh, one of my, uh, one of those uh, vacuum cleaners, not vacuum cleaners, mops that I got that's supposed to be a mopping system, that was not out of, you know, commission. It, it was, it wasn't a good thing. And then I was getting ready to have, uh, I was getting ready to start my chemotherapy. And uh, they took it upon themselves after leaving me in there for two months like that. I said, well, what's taking so long? They said they were waiting on city permits. You know, I, I hate to be distrusting of people, but I got to say, people who own real estate are not the most honest people because their God is money. You can only have one God. I had a friend who said, oh, I need more money. Oh, I need more money. And they go to church on Sunday. I said, well, try this. Chase God, like you're chasing that money, chase God, and guess what? The money will come. Because in the scripture it says God does not send out beggars. He does not send out beggars. So, in my, in my opinion, and I keep telling you they're like butts, everybody's got one. And you don't have to agree with me. But this is what works for me. In my opinion, that if you take that energy that you're using to chase that other God, which is money, and chase your real father, <laughs> God, if you believe, um, then money will come to you. He, he'll bless. I mean, you... you it's hard to explain. Just like all my life, people have been telling me stuff, like trying to explain to me, come to God, stick your hand out. He's not going to reach out and get whatever issues you have out of your hand. Turn your hand over, place it in his hand, and he will help you from there. Um, he doesn't force people to come to him because... That's what free will is about. He wants you to come on your own. You know, and he wants, like any other father, he wants you to love him. And he wants your attention. And that means by uh, studying the word and giving prayer once a day. Now, when I started out, the uh, I listened to uh, Shepherd's Chapel, and they said he was, the pastor was living there. He said, if you... Um, listen or read a scripture once a day you watch your life will start to change 
So being that they were on television, I would listen to them once one hour a day. And I got to tell you, my life started changing for the better. Now, there's always going to be some, you know, things trying to trip you up in your life or give you a hard time. But you don't worry about that. You know why you don't worry? Because you have God. And he's not going to let nobody, and I mean nobody, mess with his children. And if you think I'm lying, check this out. Have you ever noticed somebody that people have done things to and something happened to those people? Hmm? And that person didn't do anything to retaliate? Mm-hmm. That's it. Because when Father show up, he shows out, honey. And any door he closes, nobody can open. And any door he opens, nobody can close. Anyway, I wonder if my friend Dawn is listening. The lady I was in the hospital with. Now, I can't, I don't want to mess up her name. I, I know she told me her name, but I don't want to mess it up. But she said her other name was Dawn. And uh, I sure wish, I hope that she listens to me because she was a woman of God. And it was so nice being around somebody that you could feel his love. See, when people are genuine and their pursuit of spirituality or, or uh, having a better relationship with the Father, I pray for that too, um, to have a better relationship with Him. Um, you can feel something. It's something between those two people or more people, whoever's in, you know, that's having these discussions. Uh, <laughs> You can, you can, it's, it's just, it's inexplainable, it's inexplainable, but um, you feel something when people are serious and honest about their love for the Father, and I felt that with Dawn. Uh, I was only in the hospital with her for a few hours because um, I couldn't drive myself back and they needed somebody to watch me for 12 hours. So, um, uh, you know, I, I gave her my card and wrote my phone number. I hope she didn't lose it. And if she did, I hope she was able to contact my doctor or my doctor's nurses and get a message to me. Um, she said she lived in Los Banos, I think, California. I think. I, I never heard of that town before, but um, God, if they have more people like her out there, it's, 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 you know, I don't know what it is about living in the city and living in the country. Um, when you live, I think, close to the earth, I think you have a better connection with our Father. But what do I know? <laughs> I always say, I'm just a dumb old girl. What do I know? All I know is when you truly, 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 truly to infinity trust him, you don't have to worry. 
That being said, I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good Sunday. Um, I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can get this going. And maybe I'll have a nice ending for this podcast for you. Hold on. Okay. I'm going to try and get this started for you. You know I'm not good at this thing. Hold on. Let's see what happens. I want you to hear this for today.
You like that? I hope you did. Uh, I hope it came out okay. Uh, uh, I get real emotional when I hear that song because uh, when I discovered Miss Wyan's song, uh, I was in the throes of Oh, God, homelessness, going from pillar to post, self-medicating. Oh, but that song gave me the strength. Every day, the only place, the cheapest place I could find to live on my social security check while I was homeless and a $300 car note was uh, I think that was bef yeah that was uh, yeah during a time where I had to find a place to stay and pay a car note which was almost impossible on the little money that they gave me and eat and get gas and every day I drive down from the hotel in Vallejo to Oakland to take care of my mama she was at the beginning of uh, Alzheimer's and dementia and every day every day even the older ladies would say you know when you go up to see grandmother you always happy when you come back down you all sad and t and, and and crying and I, I told him, I said, yeah, because I go up there and she go up one side of me and down the other in the, in the emotion category uh, in terms of how she was feeling about me. And she never had nothing good to say about me to my face. But the old ladies downstairs, when they got to talking about their kids, she says, well, she brags about you to us. So she was telling everybody else how great I was, but she wouldn't tell me. And, you know, I beat myself up so bad because I wasn't able to save my grandmother from the state. And once they get in your business, they don't know your family. They don't know what your wishes are. But once they get involved, it's over. And she was dead after uh, they took possession of her away from me. It was just hard. I was doing it by myself. And I did the best I could with her. If you, it's, it's, it goes deeper than that, you know. Um, she was always independent. And when I tried to help her, it was, sometimes she didn't recognize me. And that, that broke my heart right there. But this song helped me shake yourself loose for whatever binds you. <laughs> Ooh, that song was very emotional for me but listen you guys you have a good Sunday you know uh, if your day start off good let it stay good I love you and there's nothing you could do about it I really would appreciate it if everybody would close the loop and wear your mask wash your hands often practice social distancing and if you can, if you're worried about it, uh, get your vaccination. But if you're worried about it, consult your doctor. Have him ask him to test your immune system.
okay? Because we got to beat this thing, and we're going to beat this thing. Everybody has to be on board. It's called teamwork. <laughs> what they say, there's no I in team. And in order for us to beat this COVID, we're going to have to pull together and do the same thing in unison, like vaccinations, washing our hands, practicing social distancing, and wearing masks. That's it. It's real simple. It's not complicated. It's not rocket science. So listen, I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.